0: Hey, it's J Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Want to voice act a scene on Tabletop for the End of the World? Then be sure to participate in TFU Inktober. Our list can be found on our Instagram at TFUcast or our Facebook page Tabletop for the End of the World. By participating in TFU Inktober, you will have the opportunity to be one of three winners. The three winners will be chosen as such. We will pick a winner from our favorite pieces of art from one particular artist or multiple. We will share our favorite pieces of art from each day on our Facebook page. And the one that gets the most likes or comments in the album will win. And also hard work pays off. We all have different talents and the point of Inktober is to develop your own artistic ability by building a habit. So if you participate in T-Fuse Inktober, for every day you participate and post an image, you will have your name placed in a raffle. All you have to do to participate is create art, post it on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and tag us at TFUcast with the hashtag inctober 19 We are very excited to see all of your art and very excited to work with you. Thanks, and I'll see you after the show. Previously
1: on Tabletop for the End of the World.
2: Something is happening in the city. I will return with more information as soon as I can.
1: Why do we place bombs all over the city? So they wouldn't find out where we are.
2: A reminder that if you participate in the Dead Hunt, you will then be able to become one of our main hunters during Ahota. If you don't mind, I need you to stop treating everything like a joke.
3: I am sorry for joking so much.
2: Did they solve the fire? Because this place is
1: still on fire.
0: Twilight!
3: Which one of us is your favorite?
0: Twilight has friends fighting over them. This doesn't happen often. There's no time to explain. Make it rain! If you don't
1: mind, could you pick one more spell for me, Kevin? Yes. When you were ejected from true reality, what was your first thought? I wanted to know if my family was safe. My friends. Indeed. Their defenses will betray them.
2: What he is doing with Kevin is not right. The next step
1: is to confirm a trigger phrase. You are right then. That sounded almost like a compliment, Yang. Facts
4: are not compliments. But you may take it as such if you wish.
1: So what now? We have no eyes in the labyrinth. There's no way we could get an operation in there. We will find a way. Okay, and then?
4: And then the Overseers will have to meet with us themselves.
1: (sighs) Okay, that doesn't change that we don't have Recon in the air. Do not
4: worry. It is time for you to play your little game, is it not?
1: Strok. Right. Okay. Okay. I'll be back after. Let's, let's figure this out together.
2: Good day, good day, my lovely, lovely listeners. I, Robin, am back once again with your daily wisdom. It is a very exciting time for us because the dead hunt is coming. Yes, that is correct, dear listeners. The penultimate event leading to our favorite festival, Ahota. In preparation for this event, I would like to take today to announce our hunters. Yes, stay tuned and get to know the people who are going to bring great bounties and destroy the denizens outside the city. Elijah, get my list.
0: And that is why together we can accomplish anything. Okay, how was that? (laughs) Yeah,
3: no, no, yes, Lily... Kevin. Kevin, hey, Kevin. Hmm. Oh, sorry. Uh, what was the question?
0: How is my Robin voice? Should I be more energetic or change the words I'm
3: using? Oh, um, could you do that again?
0: Kev, you are the only one who knows the secret about me, and I need you to help me so that I'm. Hey, guys. Mitch, here yet? No, not yet. How are things outside? They're uh
4: they're alright. How about you
0: guys? I heard some explosions the other day. Oh yeah, some kind of plan Yang and Mitch are working on. I I don't know. Hey, you guys ready? Hey, speaking of Mitch, yes, let's do this. Three nine seven three <laughs> <laughs> Yes.
1: Uh have you guys thought about
0: leveling up? Yes, yes. I am so ready for this level-up session. I have some great ideas. What makes you think it's a level-up session? We beat the Mimics! And I got Chester. Do you- Hey, Mitch, do you think I could use him as like a weapon? As usual, you're making a lot of assumptions,
1: but anything's possible here in D&D Land. Oh, D&D Land! Oh, D&D Land! Okay. Oh, game, yes. (laughs) <laughs> Who does remember what we did last time? In Dick's doors and Dinosaurs Land, is that what we're calling this? So anyway, uh, what I have here, uh, from a memorized perspective, you were fighting a lot of mimics in the town square using a miracle. Torin and Ray and Justin put out the fire, and that was lovely, fantastic. And then Torin, in his exhaustion, was nearly murdered by an army of mimics. And so uh, Vert came to save the day. I, I, did I knock that out? Yes. And now, if I remember correctly, you are just... Everyone's back together, standing in the middle of Balderdash. Kevin Haydokend with lightning. He did. He can lightning Hadoken now. And I think that is tight.
3: It was very, very bright.
1: So here's a complete list of everyone you see with you uh, in the town square here. Uh, you see uh, the three of you, of course, Mayor Bucket and McKean. Ray and Justin's other two wives, and some faceless people that, you know, you know exist in Balderdash. Um, Who else? Oh, the Potion Lady.
0: They're all there. May I point out one difference? Sure. Uh, Former Mayor Bucket and McKean.
1: Former Mayor Bucket. McKean is not former, Uh, I will point that out. No. McKean is there, He he was following Twilight. Chasing the tail
0: is currently acting Mayor Ray there as yes, well.
1: Yes, she was there. Uh, Ray and Justin and uh, Torin are all exhausted. They are coated in sweat. Uh, it's very difficult to stand.
4: Torin, you are that tired. <clears throat>
5: you doing good there, buddy? You all right?
4: Once again, I feel the lack of god power in my veins.
5: I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I guess. Do Do you want a potion?
4: I don't. Do potions help with that? Do we have anything that affects stamina? I don't think potions would heal
1: with that, would help with that.
5: Heal with that? It's the same thing. I just mean that, like, maybe you just need a good old poop. You ever think about that?
1: Well, I know what makes you poop. And with that, what happens is not poop, but you do feel the ground rumble beneath your feet.
4: Huh? What foul beast could be coming?
5: Wow, wow, what? I thought we killed them all. Yeah, me too. Well, I guess I guess that's all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, ground rumbled. I guess we're good now. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> well, the
1: other people in town seem pretty, not to abuse language here, but shaken up by it. Mm, but
4: are they stirred uh, by
1: it? Yes, they are at least mildly stirred. And they, uh, yeah, they all seem to be looking around. Uh, now that the fire has been put out and the town seems relatively safe, everything else is sort of good. But you do you do realize that maybe someone's missing?
5: Does anyone know where Justin's other other former wives are? They're there.
4: Oh, does anybody realize who we don't realize who we're missing? <laughs> <laughs> I ask to the sky, so it stops being coy.
1: I was trying to see who was paying attention, but okay, now we know the answer is no one. Um, <laughs> uh Guys, you don't see, uh, you don't see
4: Gerhart or her mom anywhere. We are missing the child and the elven one.
5: Oh. Oh my god, Gerhart! Gerhart! Donnelly! And there's
4: another earthquake.
3: That, that, that's not right.
4: If I'm remembering right, we're forgetting something. And then Torn punches the ground to make sure it's not a mimic. (laughs) The ground is not a mimic.
1: Although, I have to admit, my first instinct was to say that the rock you punched gets up and crawls away. But that's not what happened here.
4: (laughs) I remember that. I'm just remembering now that I'm pretty sure the entire floor and ground of the town is still a mimic because that's how we got back.
1: You do remember that there is like a false stone nearby
4: that that went to underground. Twilight, check the underground because you have dark
0: vision and I don't. Okay, and. Is there a hole that I can just poke my head underneath and look like the hole we came out of earlier? Torrin has
1: an excellent memory, so he's able to recall where that stone was, and he could point you to it. And it might take Twilight a few, like, patty cakes on the ground before they figure
0: out where the fake
1: stone is, but eventually your hand goes, like, completely through a cobblestone.
0: And and Torrin, what do you have a memory for again? I just want to make sure I remember. An excellent memory
4: for Maps Geography. And terrain, and I can find food and fresh water for myself and five others each day, provided mm-hmm. by the terrain. And because Mitch is a dick who didn't mention it at first, there is no terrain to provide it. Your terrain <laughs> is stone
1: floors. You're on. You're in a stone place. That's kind of terrain. That's a. That's a form of walkable
4: area. When I meet you in real life, I'm kicking you just straight in the dick.
1: I've probably deserved that by now. Look, the point <laughs> is, the point is, you're able to to find the cobblestone. That's a little. I believe if I remember correctly, it was a little, it was like a little mimic that was just being a stone, and then when you touch it, it just moves out of the way.
5: Okay.
0: And Twilight pokes their head uh, down through that hole and looks around.
1: Yeah, what they see looking down into the the dungeon underneath Dash. there's a little shape running around down there. There's... Yeah, looking down into that room where it, it was, uh, I believe it was where that giant golden mimic was with all of the the little eyeball eggs inside of it, where you got your gear. There's like a little man running around down there, and it's dark, so it's kind of hard to see, but he's getting closer to you. Hello? What do you see?
5: Hi, I'm Twilight. Do you want to be my friend? <laughs> okay, You want do you want to come up here and hang out?
1: And this figure runs to the spiral staircase that leads up and starts scrambling up the stairs. You can only see its silhouette, and as it's as it's getting closer, you're beginning to make out green skin and long ears
4: and the clank of thick metal armor. Ghost of Torn would like to remind you Twilight has dark vision.
1: <laughs> yes, and it's, this thing has to get within 60 feet first, and it's pretty far down. It's starting to make its way up, and its dramatic entrance is nearly complete.
0: Twilight, seeing uh, seeing this shape, would like to cast Comprehend Languages on themselves. Oh,
4: I, I was completely expecting prestidigitation. No, for sure.
1: Um, you, you, you can comprehend languages. And the the man says, Twilight, it's so nice to see you again. I've missed you, my friend. We are in grave danger.
5: Jake, is that you? It is I, me. Oh my god, Jake, take my hand.
1: Jake, in typical goblin fashion, latches onto your hand with both hands around the
0: wrist. And Twilight pulls Jake up and out. Uh, out of the hole and be like look everyone i found jake and twilight's like holding jake in the air with their arm (laughs) yeah and and that is exactly what happened it looks as though twilight
1: has harvested jake like an old radish
0: is that like a type of carrot uh yes uh, historically it was like a white carrot oh nice but it was like it was like fatter all right i'm into it yeah i harvested it like an old white carrot and I said,
5: look, I found Jake!
0: And I'm pointing, and he's got his armor on. And just like... I,
1: I can actually show you pictures. I found an old Nat Geo, and I can just, like, flip through. There was, like, a whole thing about radishes. I guess they were, like, really popular. Sure.
0: Show, show it to me later. I'd love to see it. Maybe we can figure out how to grow some stuff.
1: Anyway, uh, what you hear is you hold up this goblin, who is quite heavy. He seems to be wearing some kind of shoddily made armor, like, like his tummy is covered with like a little cauldron and he's got he's still wearing like the the iron bars of the goblin cage but now they're like shoulder pads that jingle when he walks and he's wearing a amulet that seems to be very quickly scrapped together it's like a circle of metal that was kind of like just very quickly like bent into shape and there seems to be maybe like a smiley face soldered onto it with like some little like maybe teeth coming off of the smile My friends, the Goblin Kingdom is in great danger. We face an unbeatable foe and require your ever-present aid and
3: assistance. What did he say?
5: Jake, they don't know what you're saying, but it's okay. We've already taken Mayor Bucket out of power. So there's a new mayor. You can move back to town. Everything will be fine. The new mayor is cool. She's a friend of ours.
1: Uh, Humanity and its ilk are really not the worst of our issues here.
5: I'm just saying, you know, like, if I were to think about Ray, I'd say I'm with her. Yeah, I'm gonna put it out there.
4: I'm sure she will persist. And by now, Torrin has dragged himself over. You, new follower, I need you to help with Amu. Let. Jake sees you and uh, jumps down from Twilight and goes into a deep, respectful bow. Somewhat... Kind of push myself up off the ground a couple inches. Yes, yes, we can stand on ceremony when I'm not half dead.
1: Jake goes to you in your time of need and sort of takes your arm and lifts you up like onto his shoulders and tries to like start, start walking you and he says to Twilight, where can I get aid for my brother in arms? And he starts trying to like drag you and it's very apparent that like you just start to drag behind him and he's just holding you by the wrist everything's going into the like the deltoids right now he's just hauling as hard as he can i point at mckean and say you
4: have you finished the smithing oh yes of course twilight has it
5: twilight goes oh
0: oh wow i just said twilight goes as twilight (coughs) yeah i'll lean into it
5: twilight goes this sorry i'm trying this new thing where i narrate myself
4: (laughs) we are aware friend twilight ghost of torn goes hurry up remember level two haunting
0: Twilight, in a fit of fear, runs quickly over to Torin and hands him the, the medallion.
4: Thank you, comrade. Why, why do you look like you're peeing?
5: I'm sorry it's not a mongoose. I know you wanted a mongoose.
4: You're an idiot. Don't make me go to level 2 rage.
1: <laughs> in your hands now, Torin, is the sparkling golden face of a lion. McKean, even though he has big old hands, has worked delicately with the gold. Individual hairs in this lion's mane are apparent and it is- it is a perfect crest of gold, a roaring lion's head. And Jake holds up his own amulet as though to compare and goes, Yes, young goblin comrade, focus your faith from your amulet to mine. Jake takes a bow and puts his hand on your amulet and you put a hand on your amulet and for a moment there is silence. And then a light appears, emanating from both amulets. And you hear a voice, a familiar
4: voice. My lord, have you returned to me? Dude, you did it! You got your amulet back, that's pretty tight. That sun goddess was only slightly helpful. Oh yeah, Solinari. oh no, she's here too. Can Hercules just go,
1: excellent? Excellent, whoa dude, (laughs) you got your amulet. I'm so tight and stoked. Solanari is there with you. It's like He says he is very stoked. It's wonderful that you have recovered the symbol of your faith. But I have not forgotten the deeds you've done for me, the people who you helped using my name. In regards for that, I have a present for you. And as the light emanates out, and as the power of Hercules begins to fill the amulet once again, you can see that there are silver wisps emerging from the lion's face going out along the 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 main and now that your amulet has been empowered slightly by Solinari you've reached a new level not not, not you haven't leveled up you like you're you spiritually like reached a new level what there's got to be a difference <laughs> mechanically
5: <laughs> I was about to say hacks
1: look the point i'm trying to say is that Solinari's given you a buff hercules of course blesses you
0: Torin is already pretty buff i don't think he needs help
4: tell me what this new feeling i feel is what Feels, feel. God, I'm trying.
1: (laughs) From now on, when you heal, remember me and the power that has flowed through me, and a little piece of me will always be with you, Torin. And so now, whenever you heal, it will heal for an additional amount equal to your charisma modifier. Just don't promise me when you lay on hands, you'll lay on hands one point at a time. This is Solinari's boon. Hercules also pipes up and he says... Bro, you've been super excellent and thanks for taking that temp job for me, I didn't have anyone else to sign out for it in the area.
4: Of course, my lord. Your wisdom is only outmatched by your strength.
5: <laughs> he he, he had torn the temp?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so as a matter of thanks, and now that you got the new shiny lion amulet, I just wanted to let you know, you got a better amulet than you thought you did. And so now your, uh, your spell focus is a plus one focus, which means your spellcasting modifier and your spell save DC go up by one. What?
4: Spell cast. so I guess that would go under spell attack bonus? Yeah, 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 go to your, uh, your spell sheet, different from your character
1: sheet, and you look at those little boxes at the top there. Those are gonna go up by I one. I have
4: nothing put in my spell attack bonus, so I guess just plus one.
0: Well, goddammit, Torrin.
4: Was I supposed to have a stat in there all this time?
0: Yes. I'm pretty sure as a paladin, yours is chariz- ch- your charisma.
4: I, I mean, spellcasting ability is charisma, spell save DC is 12, now I'm guessing 13. But we never really talked about my spell attack bonus. Mitch never brought it up, ever at all. It hasn't
1: come up yet, but it's charisma mod pl- plus proficiency bonus, and now that's also plus one. And now that we've settled the mathematics of your bonus... so it, wait, wait, I haven't done the mathematics. <laughs> It's like, it's going to be like a five or a six. It's a six. Look,
0: look, there is a reason why Manny worked in a zoo, okay? Cut him some slack.
4: Struck you and struck (laughs) your life and your beliefs.
1: (laughs) Never taught the uh, armadillo tigers how to do quadratic equations?
4: Those gorilla fish were very intelligent for their species.
1: I've never actually seen a gorilla fish. Are they? Do they actually have
4: human arms?
0: Oh, they're jacked.
4: They're jacked, they have gills, and they piss acid. It was very hard to keep them locked up. Oof. Oh, God. Should I
1: get up? You know what? The Fung Wong don't really have, like, a genetic modification or, like, hybrid breeding program, but if we can get acid-pissing gorilla fish, maybe we should get on that. Maybe I should go talk to Yang.
4: Literally just come out to where I am. I'm by the ocean, but the city I was in was known for its zoos. When everything went down, this became an area of death.
1: Anyway, gross and terrifying. So, Jake has empowered you using his own lion amulet. His connection to Hercules has filled you with, with power. Solinari has awarded you, and Hercules has awarded you. You now got a super beefed up
4: casting point, my dude. That we'll have to remember to add in in the future, because we never talked about it before, so don't yell at me. And there's another earthquake. My lord, what is that? Oh, bro, that sounds like super bad news, dude. Is
1: something going on that's wackadoodle underneath your town there?
4: There's mimics everywhere.
1: Oh, man, mimics are such bad news, dude. I mean, like, they're not a big deal for me, but for, like, normies, like, super bad problem.
4: (laughs) I will tell this to my friends. Your wisdom shall guide us. Once more.
0: Hey, thanks, man. Twilight uh, had Chester turn into a jump rope and was just, like, uh, into a hula hoop and was just hula hooping the whole time. (laughs) Peace, poor, it's hot. He's porridge,
5: cold. I've never
0: tasted porridge. I'm six years old.
5: Yeah, this
3: is great.
4: And we'll say, I told them, in a way that makes Hercules sound smarter, but I can't think of right now.
3: <laughs> the bar isn't that
4: high.
0: Did you pledge yourself in the in in the fraternity of Hercules? I, I don't know. If, I think
1: it could be called a fraternal order. I think that might be fair.
4: The fraternal order of gamma, gamma, gamma. <laughs> omega, or no, wait. Omega, omega, omega. Which should be better, but it's actually much worse than Alpha. He's like, whoa, it looks like three balls.
3: With a little cup on me.
1: Like the three I ripped off of the Nemean lion. <laughs> oh, God. They wouldn't let that be the crest for the religion, so I had to go with the lion's face instead.
0: Hold on, I love the idea that all the gods are actually like different fraternities, and the dean of whatever school they're a part of was like, no. No, Hercules, you can't You can't make your crest three balls.
4: But it has to be Danny DeVito, if you remember, so say it as Danny DeVito. Overlord Danny DeVito.
0: Overlord Danny DeVito. <laughs> he was
3: the gentlest of them
0: all. He is so beloved.
4: All right, so Mitch, tell us where the hell we're going.
3: <laughs> I think we're supposed to go down.
0: I mean, I still have three
4: points of exhaustion. We, as far as we know, things are just rocking.
3: Wait, did
0: Solonari go, I have a gift for you, but I'm not healing your exhaustion? <laughs>
4: She did not,
1: in fact, heal your exhaustion. Instead, she boosted Torin's abilities.
0: Do you have any potions that would help heal your exhaustion?
4: I have two potions of greater healing and two mana potions.
0: Nope, 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 nope.
4: Torrin has a creative idea and strips off one amount, one thing of chainmail and puts on the pink winged chainmail and just casts fly and just arms and legs hanging exhausted and useless, but I can at least
5: move. You look a. Dorable.
1: You try to fly, and as you activate the code word, as it's written on the inside of the armor, the armor does not in fact fly. The wings start flapping, and they start flapping really, really, really hard. And I didn't expect you to, to sort of cast fly yet with this armor as a response to this, so this is going to be real bad for you. Um, <laughs> see, the armor, you're wearing it. Kicking you right in the dick. So... It, you kind of can't avoid the fact that it's a mimic and it's biting you right now for nine damage.
0: Wait, wait, wait. The armor's a mimic?
1: The armor's a mimic. Everybody roll your initiative.
4: Everybody stab me right now. Is
5: my, <laughs> is my hat a mimic? You
4: don't know. Roll a 16 and I got to take off nine points of damage because Mitch is just the biggest of dicks. He's I got, a, I got a 20, not Nat. Oh no! Wait, I have negative. I have rolled a fifteen.
3: Fifteen.
1: Fifteen. Okay, so Torn and invert. You got to pick who goes first, but Twilight's top of the order.
4: Stab me! Stab
1: me now! So invert then. I got to do a special trick. Uh,
4: yes.
0: So Twilight's going first. Yeah. Twilight, take it away. Twilight would like to take Toran's advice, but instead of stabbing, Twilight draws their talon sword and slashes across the chest plate.
1: That sounds good. Uh, roll the hit, please. Torn, are you doing anything to make this easier? and uh, Make yourself an easier target.
0: Yeah, Torn, are you doing anything to make yourself an easier target?
4: I'm not moving. <laughs> That's about all I can do with three points of exhaustion.
1: Okay, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take some AC off of this mimic here, so he's even easier to hit. What are you getting? 16. Yeah, that'll hit. That'll hit for sure.
0: Four damage, and then uh, they have to make a Constitution roll, and if they fail, they are wounded.
1: Uh seventeen, so he's probably gonna pass that. Nah, he's good. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's gonna go to him. And that mimic, he mad at you. Uh Torin. This mimic is like chewing on you. And it's it's saliva is acidic, and you're gonna take seven more points of damage as it starts
4: just like Do I not just have an innate immunity to acid? Yeah.
0: You might be <gasps> resistant I to think acid. Think you do
4: <gasps> Haha oh, Genetics?
0: No!
1: 'Cause you're a black dragonborn.
4: I'll be black as strok, bro.
1: Uh, you take half damage.
0: Yeah, I thought so. Half damage. So, so you're gonna take four
1: damage there, buddy. Oh, so down to thirty-nine. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't realize I was gonna hurt you. This thing's drooling on you.
3: Avert. Let's do a fireball on this thing.
1: Yes, please, daddy. Like I can take it.
3: Here's hoping. Um, that's a twenty-two to hit. Okay, cool,
1: cool. cool. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Uh... Yeah, that'll hit.
4: Murt murders Torin. new character with just up stats to match the party, walks out of the bushes like, hey, what's up? Hey, you
1: guys on an adventure?
4: I am Torin Gesh's brother, Boren Gesh. <laughs> Soren Vesh. <laughs> I remarried.
3: That was only six yeah, points the, of damage. Did am sorry, how had... much
4: damage? Oh,
1: only six. I heard 26 and I got scared. <laughs> this joke might turn into reality. Uh, so, Torin, uh your pink armor has sprouted teeth and
4: is beginning to gnaw at you. It's only just beginning to gnaw at me?
1: It's, it's sort of just been. Uh, but right now you are, uh, I'm counting this as you are grappled. Uh, so you
4: can try to get it off or you can fight it. I guess I'll try to get it off.
1: Okay, you have to make a grapple check, so roll your athletics. Against the Mimics. And
4: I do have Athletics. See? I, I let you do stuff. 17 plus
0: 5. <laughs> 22.
1: You have to make a... You have to roll this at disadvantage. Because for some reason Mimics so good at grabbing with they sticky tongues. 18. <laughs> well, damn. Okay, yeah, you got him. Uh, Yeah, you, you peel the armor off of yourself, the Mimic, and... I
4: peel it off like the
1: Venom. <laughs> venom, 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 Venom. And you throw it down... Ah, yes, an hit that lasted throughout the centuries. That's the one we all remember him for. Uh, And, yeah, you're going to just peel that off and throw it on the ground, and the pink armor is going to start reformulating into more of a pink sludge. Torrent, is there anything you want to do now that you've freed yourself and you have bite marks and acid burns?
4: I guess I'll just get dressed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you begin uh, donning your other set of armor. Uh, and Jake's turn is next, of all things. And, uh, yeah, he goes stab it. Jake's gonna take his, his little goblin-made spear, and he is gonna run this thing through, and he's uh, holding his pendant with one hand and said a little prayer right before. And as the spear is entering the mimic, a flash of light explodes off the tip of the spear as he smites this thing for a total of 13 damage goes to twilight now
5: well real quick
0: uh twilight takes out their cat of the hat of the cat and like looks at it really critically it goes are you a mimic is this your action yes okay give me an investigation check this is extremely important to twilight twilight got a 17 because they are not proficient in investigation
1: it just looks like a normal hat my dude i mean like besides obviously it's like enchanted
4: what do you have need to roll like a nat 20
1: Oh, wait, and it's, and it's got, you know, red and white stripes on it, and turns you into a cat, and it's a little floppy. But other than that, it's a normal hat. Just lightly stab it
4: once.
5: I'm not ruining my hat for you, Torn.
4: I'm not ruining my hat for safety. It's like, just kind of moves the armor a little bit. Look at my chest. You want that to be your face?
0: Twilight looks at Torn and goes, and sticks her tongue out, and puts the hat on my head. Uh,
1: you turn into a black cat wearing a red and white striped top hat and a red bow tie, inexplicably.
0: Good, Good, sir. You said I could be a purple cat. I would like to maintain that mythos. I respect
1: that. You are purple. Yes!
0: And uh, Twilight looks at Torn and haughtily sticks her nose in the air and walks up to McKean and jumps on McKean's shoulders and, like, curls up. Into a little ball. <laughs> if I wasn't
4: so exhausted right now, I'd see how far I can punt that thing over the hedge maze.
0: Twilight's no longer participating in this fight. They are a cat. <laughs>
1: Twilight, you have you have knocked McKean out of his like stupor of what the heck's going on, and uh, he's going to take his battle axe or his his warhammer. He has a warhammer. He has his warhammer, and he takes that and he's going to swing down on the on the mimic and do. Gonna hit. Oh, he's gonna do seven damage. All right, so uh, Mimic's not looking real good now. Mm. Mimic's got noticeable dents in its body. Meow. Meow. And then uh, yeah, the Mimic's gonna go because it got hurt, and that's the best I could do. And it's gonna start uh, lashing out at everyone who's attacking it, which is uh, it's I, I guess I can't attack it. wouldn't make sense to attack Twilight. I think he's gonna attack Jake right now.
0: Damn right, I'm a cat.
5: I mean, meow. <laughs>
1: Meow. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna attack Jake and he's gonna get 10 damage in as it like bites in on Jake. and you can see the the acid like eating at the iron bar shoulder pads he's constructed. You notice now, as Jake's taken this hit, he has similar looking like bite acid wound combinations on his body, as though he's been fighting mimics for some time now. And uh, he gives out a little goblin, yeah! but he is looking real stoic in the face of it. And it goes to Vert now.
3: I'm mm-hmm. uh, doing another firebolt on the mimic.
1: Yep, give it to you.
3: 23.
1: Uh, yeah, 23 will hit. Mm-hmm. I dare say. Ooh, that dice sound sounds so magical.
3: It does. 14 points.
1: Yeah, that'll kill it. I've had you guys fight armor in various forms, haven't I? Like, just armor all the time.
0: Yeah, is there something you want to tell us?
1: Mm. Yes, I... I am... A nudist under protest.
3: Am I... (laughs) Am
1: I Derek? Are
0: you actually Derek?
3: Like, what happened to Derek?
1: Have I just been Derek this whole time?
0: Have I? Clearly. Twilight, seeing the thing die, runs up, like, prances up to uh, Vert... And rubs against his, leg and purrs. Hey, quick question. Can I, do I function the same way Ren does? Like, if I get hungry, can I transform?
1: Oh, the game doesn't have any rules for, like, transforming cats. I think these are, like, I think these are kind of prehistoric cats.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess,
2: I don't know how. Like, I, I don't okay. have, like,
1: a
0: saber tooth cat form in here. Okay, sure. Might be something worth looking into later, but yeah, no, Yeah. So-
1: no, it gave me, like, a specific
0: stat sheet, and it said you're a tiny cat. Okay. All okay. right, I'll take it. So Twilight's rubbing against Vert. Twilight also happens to be, like, I don't know, a quarter of Vert's size, like, up to his
3: knee. <laughs> yeah, that's is weird.
0: <laughs> Twilight, it's, it's not the worst. Twilight jumps into Vert's arms.
3: Actually, that's an excellent question. Ooh. Yeah, Vert falls over.
0: <laughs> oh, very! You're a very heavy cat, Twilight.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, to be fair, I think everything I'm wearing transformed into a cat, also, so it makes sense. <laughs> like, I I'm the size of a uh, I'm the size of a mundane cat, but I have the weight of Twilight. Sure, sure.
1: <laughs> you did it. Uh, I wasn't really expecting that trap to sort of be pulled so quickly, or at
0: this exact moment, I suppose.
1: But what do you want to do now? <laughs>
0: Uh, Twilight knocks, like, starts grooming themselves, and then knocks the hat off, and as I transform back into Twilight, catches the hat in my hand, like, very gracefully, and goes, all right. Give it, like, a twirl, and, like, pop it back into your bag. Hey, guys, actually, before we kind of do what's next here, can we take five? Yeah, what's up? I, uh, I gotta go. To, oh.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's take five, guys.
3: Yep, I need to go to.
2: Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, it is time to announce our first hunters for the upcoming Dead Hunt. First up, we have the Tech Wizard. The former Poetra employee once helped to build the early stages of true reality. But when the Overseers discovered his attempt at creating a free and independent true reality system, he was instantly purged from the city. But now he's back and wants to make amends. Standing at a measly 5'3 and weighing in at 95 pounds. Don't let his lightweight fool you. This little man has 32 kills under his belt and is determined to reclaim his place in true reality. When he's around, don't trust any of your machines, not even your recording devices love an underdog story. Next, we have an individual who goes by Lady Thunder. She is 5 foot 75 pounds and the Quickest thing on four legs. During the encroacher war, this former soldier of Paltreblatt's private military force lost her legs to a sudden and vicious dog attack. Instead of letting this hold her down, she went through the extremely painful surgery to have four legs attached to her torso like a patriot along with some speed enhancement modifications, this hunter has earned every one of her 56 kills. They say the acceleration can cause a sonic boom, but there really is no way to verify this, as all of her victims suddenly end up headless as she uses her trusty electric battleaxe. And last, but certainly not least, we have your favorite, the hottest, the best, the Red Rage, the Dead Hunts Champion, five years running. This hunter, much like many of our hunters, was once an encroacher. The Red Rage was taken prisoner during the Encroacher War and has been bulking up so to reclaim the title of Dead Hunt Champion. Woo! Force participation! Standing at 6'6 and weighing 210 pounds with a kill count of 132, This hulking inferno uses a modified flamethrower from one of our warm hugbots to take out targets! But, don't let the use of a gun fool you! The Red Rage has modified skin that releases a deadly heat! One touch and your skin will boil into a festive blister! Ah, we have more hunters entering the ring, and plenty of newcomers who are sure to participate. So stay tuned, because the Dead Hunt will be here before you know it. In the meantime, I might have a few ideas of who else can participate.
4: I mean, Kevin is just quiet, you know.
2: See, si, but haven't you noticed anything?
4: From out here, I—I uh, I don't know.
2: There must be something, you know.
4: I—I I do. I. uh Mitch got a hold of some old audio diaries of Kevin's. I can airdrop it to you if you really want some. See,
2: si. please, thank you, thank you, gracias, manny.
4: Venado.
1: All right, guys. Let Amelia. Oh, what are you doing here?
2: Lo siento. I was speaking to Manny for a moment. I had some questions to ask him, pertaining to our mission.
1: Right. Well, okay. Uh, we gotta finish the game.
2: So. Oh, see, sí, see. Sí. I will be on my way. Bye, Jimark. Kevin.
0: I cannot get a read on her.
2: hmm
4: She's nice. Torin will try to heal himself and maybe heal away his exhaustion. Is that how sure. that
1: works? Absolutely. Uh it will not heal your exhaustion. You need to rest to heal your exhaustion. As you see, uh kneeling next to you, Jake looks absolutely flummoxed as well. He's got his spear like down in the ground, he's on one knee, just breathing heavily. He, it looks like he has been through the ringer. He is coated in wounds, and he is giving off, like, gross, like, Gatorade-ish goblin sweat. Like, it's colored. Like, you, have you seen those old commercials? Like, where they're, like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Where their sweats, their sweats, like, cartoon colors.
4: You, novice follower, drink this and hands him a potion of greater healing.
3: Ooh.
1: Yeah, no, he takes it with, uh, he takes it with Verve. Uh, And he he downs it and hands the empty glass bottle back to you. And I put that in my inventory. (laughs) Okay. Into your infinite pockets. Uh, And the ground starts shaking again. Um...
4: Guys, I know the ground is shaking, but can we rest?
5: I mean... A short one, maybe. I, I can I can help you out with that if you want.
4: Uh, Jake like gives a gives
1: an exhausted nod. Like, I believe I need a rest as well. I feel I can fight no further. My people are protected currently. They've found a good hiding place deep underground. But we must get back
0: there quickly if we are to save their lives.
5: All right, let's take let's take a fiver,
0: guys. And Twilight starts playing. Uh, The song of rest they learned from May on their ukulele,
1: right? So, uh, I believe it was Darude Sandstorm.
0: Uh, no, that's that's just that was just a fun thing that Twilight likes playing. The song of rest is something else entirely,
1: okay? So, you begin playing uh Darude Sandstorm, but it's different so that it's more restful. (laughs) So, it's the the Nightcore version,
0: okay? I'm into it. It's a it's the it's the lo fi version of Daruk Sandstorm, (laughs) sure, sure, sure. Um, and uh, so, everybody, you get plus. It's great for studying. You get plus one d6, so roll that before you start rolling your hit dice. Ooh.
3: So, here's the funny thing uh, Vert hasn't actually been hit yet.
0: Of course, you haven't. Well, yeah. Vert is perfect. <laughs> Vert you do is have
3: actually a hi- <laughs> clean.
0: Vert has a height advantage.
3: <laughs> uh.
0: So, you can roll as
1: many hit dice as your character level. So, you could roll up to five hit dice. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Twilight rolled 4 and is back up to max health.
4: So I guess I heal for 36 since I rolled a Hot d10 five damn. times. Damn. That's pretty good. I guess being a paladin, I really help out with the healing just naturally. So I r- heal up to full since I don't think I actually heal up to 75. Can we just say I healed away my exhaustion with the excess of he- health?
1: I will let you heal one level of your exhaustion. You're the worst. So that would put you at—you have disadvantage on ability checks, and your speed is in half.
0: Okay, that's I mean, better than three
1: points. Yeah, but fashion. at least you—at least you no longer have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws.
4: Okay, so we'll just say I can walk around, but I'm still just winded. Twilight,
0: yes. Twilight runs and jumps up to Tor and goes, "Catch me!" <laughs> Noodle Arms just drop you immediately. <laughs> this is accurate. Twilight lands face first and goes,
5: okay, so clearly I'm not graceful out of cat form. Good to know.
4: <laughs> so now after our short rest, probably Jake's healing diarrhea.
0: I ha- I have a couple of uh I have a couple questions for you, Mitchy. Just world building questions. Hit me. How long was our short rest for? And, One hour. And did the earthquakes increase in frequency and intensity no.
3: during that rest?
1: Frequency, no. Intensity, yes. The okay. cave is giving
3: birth. Hot, sticky birth. It feels like that may be the thing.
0: Okay, so Twilight had was playing their song of rest that entire time, and and puts that puts their ukulele, uh, goes back over to where the ukulele was before they try to the jump into Torin's arms and picks it up and goes, "All right, let's do this." and Twilight uh, hops down the hole. With my excellent memory, I hop down the hole as well.
1: Yes, you remembered the hole you're looking at is still there with your excellent memory.
3: And Vert goes in after them because Twilight is going to get hurt.
1: And uh, Jake seems to be taking, uh, taking your sixth position. And in a in a tightly formed Scooby-Doo profile, you begin making your way down the spiral staircase. do
4: dun, dun, dun
1: you're a good boy scoob uh so yeah you make your way all the way down and you find yourself once again in the room where you remember in this room there was a giant mimic you fought it was disguised as a golden chest and when you kill it it spilled forth a bunch of eggs that seemed to have taken on the disguise of like eyeballs but now that all seems to have been cleared away and it's just a big Room with
4: cobblestone in it. Torn starts punching random walls in the ground.
1: Oh, you remembered our first session.
5: <laughs>
4: Testing everything because after clothes became mimics, I don't trust anything anymore. You you punch heartily at
1: the ground. And the And walls. floors. And walls. And ceiling? No, you can't reach the ceiling. Um, I stabbed the ceiling. <laughs> you punch the crap out of this room. The ceiling's like 80 feet up. But you punch the crap out of this room. The first thing you notice as you're punching this room is the walls don't they're clearly not cobblestone. As you punch them their their solidity is has started to give way now and the uh it like wriggles as your hand connects with it and some of it like jiggles like a like you ever you ever sleep on just like a it's like a like a mattress that's just water? You ever seen one of those?
0: How would they even make that?
1: It's like a balloon. Look, the point is, it's like... I think that's a good description. That's very strange. It's not the worst thing I've done, like, vocally. Uh, but that's the texture. Also, one thing you notice as you're punching it, uh, you're going to take one point of acid damage. Half damage. That is the half damage. I rolled two. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you rolled the one, would he just take no damage, or how would that work?
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, round down. So, yeah, I'd, I'd give him the half. Uh, The The zero. Yeah, the walls are the walls are bleeding acid now. The room is alive. Vert, kill it.
3: Can I actually do a fireball on the wall?
1: Of course you can. It's not a question of can you, it's a question of should you.
3: Uh well the answer is always yes. Um Sounds right. Let's go. Okay. Am I rolling initiative, attack or just damage?
1: Yeah, I don't think you're going to
3: miss. It is a wall.
1: Like I'm not I don't think I'm going to get real clever and it's going to like you to know, see like some hands like come out, grab the bottom of the wall and just pull itself up.
3: That's going to be 16 points of damage.
1: Yeah, you hit the wall, the wall. It spurts acid a little bit as you connect with it. And it's going to splash or like around the room and it's going to get torn for one more point of damage.
0: <laughs> because of course it is.
4: I, I can taste the pettiness.
1: More importantly, uh yeah, the the whole room the whole room quivers. Ugh. <laughs> Everything starts to shake around you. And you lose your footing for a second, and, and then you, you pick yourself back up. Yeah, that very much affected everything around you. Where you've struck the cobblestone, it's beginning to like re-knit itself, and it no longer looks like stone, but just looks like gray flesh.
4: Did I get any spell slots back from the short rest? You did
3: not. No, no you have to do a long rest for that.
1: Unless as a paladin you get an ability that gives you those back. I don't think so. Okay. Now that you've struck the room, Jake actually goes to Vert's elbow and, like, pulls your arm down. He's, like, he looks you very seriously in the face. And he says,
3: So you're saying I should do that again? He's very
1: vigorously shaking his head. And he points with, like, the spear up to the ceiling and is, like, like does, like, a circle, like, gesturing to, like, the whole room. And then he, like, gets real close in your face and goes, like, Oh! <gasps>
3: So, this thing's alive and And you're saying. Shake's head,
0: or nods head, nods head, nods head. Okay, so, so, you know, Twilight understands Jake, so what was Jake saying?
1: Pretty much what Vert's interpreting
0: here. (laughs) Okay, then, no worries. (laughs) Uh, Twilight, understanding exactly what Jake is saying, uh, for whatever reason, decides to not be helpful and just watch this happen.
3: Is this thing breathing?
1: Uh, yeah, Jake is nodding, 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 and then he takes his arms and puts them really far apart, as though someone had caught a very large gorilla fish.
3: So Vert uh, turns to Torin. I wonder if there's a way to suffocate this thing. Hmm. How big is the hole up there?
1: Uh, you mean like the hole in the ceiling? Yeah. Just big enough that you could squeeze through. That, like, I, I guess you don't, you don't have a problem with, but Torin squeezes through.
3: Is it, and that's not the hole we came in.
1: That uh, yeah, that is the hole you came in. Oh, okay. The hole you've blown in the wall has begun to, like, heal.
3: And there's no other exits to this room? It's just this room and the uh, hole-ups?
1: Oh, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah you you did blow a hole in the wall, and while it was closing, past that, what you can see is there is another room. Uh, it, it looks like a similar cobblestone room, and there seems to be... you. Sw- is that, like, a forge? It looks like there's a forge in that room.
3: I think the mimics are trying to rebuild that... Town down here again,
5: but why?
3: Um, they're mimics. We
4: ask his mimic friend that we keep forgetting he has.
5: <laughs>
4: Tell us your secrets,
1: Chester. It's funny you should ask, actually. Because what was going on is that we were training down here to figure out the best way to infiltrate Boulder Dash. Okay, but but
5: you've already succeeded. Yeah, no,
1: you see, we spend a lot of time down here. The Hyper Mimic is able to take any organ in its body and turn it into any room. The what mimic? Oh, the the Hyper Mimic.
5: Sounds like you're making that up.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? The guy who created it was definitely making it up. But the Hyper Mimic is a real big mimic. And instead of turning its outside into stuff like we do, it turns its inside into stuff.
5: Well, how big is it?
1: Well, you know how big, like, Balderdash is?
5: Yeah?
4: Well, we, like, we could make, like, every room and, and building... One question, loyal mimic. Where's its heart?
1: Oh, see, that's kind of a tricky prospect, because, you see, the hyper mimic's shifting its organs around all the time. The only way to find its heart is you got to kind of ferret that bad boy out. Okay. Can
4: you ferret
1: it out? I'd uh, say you can't find it if the hyper mimic
5: don't want
0: you to find it. How do, How do we, make we make it... it... Uh, I'm sorry, you go first. That was rude.
5: <laughs> How, do How do we make it, How make it... it want oh, God. us to find oh. it? Sorry, it seemed like you were doing a thing and then I was. Okay, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, do you want to. Oh, you cute pricks. Do you want to do it or.
3: How do we kill it?
4: <laughs> I was waiting for that moment. Thank you. But I'm so happy you would ask that. I think I probably still got security
5: clearances. You want to try to find a, find a way to his heart? All I'm saying is we not only need to find a way to its heart, but, uh, Jake? Mm -hmm. Where are the goblins hiding? Are they down here too?
1: Yes, my people have found a strategic and impenetrable hiding spot within this very beast. Come, I will take you to them, but I will need you to blow a hole through... And he starts looking around at the walls, and he starts, like, sniffing. And he points to, like, the southernmost wall, you think? And he goes, through that door, we will head down. We will descend into this labyrinth as quickly as possible, pull my people and my family to safety, and then we will kill it in the heart like a little
4: dead thing.
5: You have such a way with words.
0: Twilight passes its
4: information on to Torrin and Vert. Well, time to start hacking and slashing. Breaking out the sword and shield. You
1: do that.
3: Are are they really swords and shields?
4: Yes. Oh, sorry. Yes, they are.
1: Yes, very much. (laughs) Wow, I'm in your head now. All right. Yeah, they're real swords and shields. (laughs)
0: Yeah, fun fact, uh, Torrin's equipment from early, from the beginning of the game was a mimic the whole time.
1: <laughs> your amulet's a sword and shield, and McKean's a sword and shield, and all mimics are sword and shields. <laughs> See, I reversed it on you. Ooh. Anyway, yeah, you break out your sword and shield, it does not eat you.
4: So now, just like getting through the hedge maze, just slash our way through the walls.
1: Okay, uh, yeah, go up to the wall and you slash through it. And it sprays you with f- for four points of acid damage as it bleeds out. But you can make a hole that you can.
4: Is that already down by half? Yes.
1: Oof. That makes a hole that you can you can cut through now, and you can you all can shimmy through before it renits. And so we do. Yes. Uh, as you do this, you feel another strong earthquake. There's a sound of stone rumbling above you now. Uh, but you find yourself in a room that is uh, you've been in this room. You realize Torrin and Vert. This room looks exactly like like Flood's shack, and there's an empty fruit bowl on a
4: table. All right, Jake, which wall do we do next?
1: Uh,
2: hmm.
4: And
1: Jake starts sniffing around, uh, and he, he sniffs down, and he goes, I think,
0: I think the floor, he tells to Twilight.
5: Okay, he wants you to go through the floor, so, uh, go do the thing, Torrin. And
0: Twilight takes a big step back, not wanting to get sprayed with acid.
4: Bert, it's your turn, as Vert, as tw- brings up the shield in front of him use your magics
3: uh vert's gonna do a firebolt at the ball <laughs> he's doing a firebolt at the door or floor ah. making a door in the floor 17 points yeah that's enough
1: uh you rip a, a huge burning hole in this floor and right before you like launched it uh you heard chester go oh wait and then you see like Three of the cobblestones in the floor and like stick their tongues up to like defend themselves, and be like no! And then you just decimate them. <laughs> uh, now there's a there's a big hole in the floor, and you look down into a completely black, deep tavern.
5: Alright. Uh was there a tavern in Balderdash that I'm not remembering? Tavern.
1: Cavern!
5: Oh! I sorry, I misheard you. Oh Thanks well, God.
3: I guess uh I guess we're jumping in. Namana no Joe.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess Vert jumps in. Uh, you hear Chester go, Oh, you guys are really getting into it now. Now you're below the simulation level. The what? The simulation level.
4: I saw this in a movie once, and I jump with my shield aimed down to land on my shield. To, yeah, to block the damage the
1: floor would do to you. Makes perfect sense. How about you, Twilight? Before I reveal what they've jumped into, what are you up to?
0: Twilight is going to cast Presidigitation to light up down there and see what they can see. But like a big sparkly boom. Sparkle
1: boom. There's a big sparkle boom. So before you jump down, Twilight, what you've revealed, Vert and Torin? you land on something soft and squishy and bounce harmlessly to safety. And then above you, a fireworks display erupts. And you can see that you're in a, a pinkish-gray not a room as it's no longer got corners or walls it seems to be rounded and organic it's got a texture to it almost like well vert i'm sure you've dissected a lot of things uh almost like a like a liver like the whole place seems feels like like that texture you
3: know mm.
4: we're assuming a lot about vert right now and, yeah. he does like his fava beans and a nice chianti
3: i have gotten into some stuff apparently
1: so you're in this, this pink, g- pinkish-gray just room. Hmm. The very next thing that happens is, in the light of this sparkle display, the floor begins to rise up at a certain point. That risen tower of flesh curls over, and a row of teeth start forming, and four tongues, and everyone's going to roll initiative.
5: Do You guys got this one? I believe in you.
4: Being useless in combat.
0: Uh not 20.
4: Well, let me write it all down. Twilight cheated. Ten. That'll be a 10.
3: That's a 16.
0: Okay, so
1: Twilight, you are standing on the sort of roof of this organic structure, looking at a in the in the sparkle and flash of your prestidigitation, which has since dissipated? Yes. So now you you're looking down into darkness, where all you can hear is the panicked breathing of your friends and the slovenly breathing of some kind of mouth thing
0: and they're standing in the mouth, right? They're standing in the room, and a mouth has formed, okay, and are they stand so where is the mouth at?
4: It's a tower like... of flesh, I guess, in front of us
0: hmm
1: it's a tower of flesh about as tall as Torin is, maybe a little taller with a mouth wide enough that it could it could. If it came down vertically on top of one of you, it could swallow you whole.
0: Mm. Awesome. Twilight jumps down into the hole and okay. tosses their dust of sneezing and choking into this giant mouth's mouth. Uh, mouth's mouth. Yes, into the giant mouth. Mouth, mouth. You've
1: got a general idea of where it was, mm-hmm. uh, but this is going to be a dexterity check at disadvantage because you are... Well, you're at low light, don't you?
4: Yeah. Yep. Dark vision.
1: So... So yeah, your dark vision allows this then. So it's a dexterity check.
0: We'll say it's against their armor class. Okay. Oh, you mean to like to actually hit, but not whether or not it's successful. To hit them with the the whole bag. Like, 'cause you're trying to get it in
1: their mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh
0: that was a I guess I'm throwing. Do you want to call that an attack roll? Yes,
1: yeah, just gonna call it an attack roll using your
0: dexterity. Okay. So Do I get, so, oh, I'm proficient in it. Perfect.
1: You're proficient in throwing bags of sand?
0: No, in dexterity. Oh, no, that's my saving throw. Just kidding. (laughs) Okay, well, that was a 17 regardless. Yeah, that beats their AC for sure. Perfect. So they have to make a con saving throw against 15. Oh, they're going to fail. Awesome. They are incapacitated and suffocating.
1: So the mouth snaps shut on the nose-shaped container for the dust of sneezing and choking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and swallows all of it down <laughs> and there's a little there's a little red <laughs> hiccup and a little puff of red sand comes out not enough to affect any of you just enough for comedic value
0: right right i like that our i like that our villains react comedically it's important
1: and the room begins to shake and convulse And you could see there were little, there were sort of like pockets of tissue inside this room. And now you can see that this thing as it's, it starts like wriggling and coughing and panicking. This room is opening and closing uh, around these, these sort of circles of tissue. And it seems like this whole, this whole place has begun to shake violently. And as opposed to earlier where these tremors were temporary, it just seems to be constantly happening now. Everybody make a dexterity save. To hold your footing
4: inside this shaky, slimy room. 19. With my negative one dexterity, because I am just not a limber dragonborn, uh, 13.
1: And uh, disadvantage on ability checks there,
4: there, buddy. Oh, no, no, sorry, no, you're good here. It's not an ability check. I got, I lost a point of exhaustion, so saving throws are good.
0: He just really wanted you to suffer.
4: So you
1: are totally fine. Yeah, you guys are able to hold your footing, you stab your weapons into the ground. and even Jake manages to like put his spear in the ground and follow your lead and maintain his footing. Uh, this whole place is shaking, and you hear it coughing as like a massive echo that's just occurring throughout the, the whole the whole structure for lack of a better term. Uh, you can even see sunlight pouring in in spurts above as this whole place is just sort of losing form. So you can see that there are more dark spaces below you, and there are more of these these oblong rooms. Fred Twilight, we have to go deeper.
5: Are you serious?
1: Deathly serious.
5: Okay. Bert, blow a hole in this thing. Where? Down.
1: Yeah, okay. There's really no reason to, like, it's the, there's, the floor and the walls are opening and closing at, at intervals now, as this whole thing is coughing. Like, you, you, just, you just find one, time your jump, and then just slide in.
4: So we all jump. Do-do-do-do-do.
1: Yep, you all jump in. You find yourself in a, on a squishy floor, and around you is a familiar gibbering. A familiar...
0: Except, except for Twilight, because Twilight can hear words. Jake, you've
1: returned! We are saved now! Oh, goodness, and you hear Jake and uh, what you suspect is a female goblin uh, approach each other, and they just begin, like, nuzzling a little bit, like, sort of like cats, but, like, you you, I mean, you have Wren. The female goblin hands Jake something in a backpack, and as you look closer, it seems to be a really small baby goblin, and Jake's got it, and he's tickling it and cooing at it. He says, my friends, we've done it. We've returned to the only safe place in this entire dungeon. This horrifying labyrinth. And he looks up at the ceiling and he directs all of you to the ceiling. He says, For some reason, none of these cleverly disguised monstrosities ever entered this room. And I think this may be the reason. And above you, hanging like a chandelier made of flesh, is a thumping,
4: beating, giant heart. And then we all go blind as to be continued.
0: Hey, uh, Kev? I just... Are you doing alright? You seem like you've been a little off lately.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I'm just... Uh, I'm just tired.
0: It's just you spend so much time in your room already, so I'm not entirely sure why you're...
3: It's. It's nothing. It, you know, I just... I'm mean, having these weird dreams, you know.
0: About
3: ah, uh, I don't really remember. I just I know they've been wild. You sure you're okay, man? I am. I mean, I think so. I just I'm glad that we're doing this every other week. The consistency is really good for me.
1: Of course, yeah, anything for you, bud. But uh, I'm gonna have to kick you guys out of my room. I'm pretty spent.
2: listeners. Our newest fighter to be entering the ring is Elijah. Oh, also known as the grinning assistant. I'm so happy for him. I would love to participate myself. I, I would, but but I have a duty as your host to commentate on the the happenings of the Dead Hunt, and report diligently. And so, Elijah has graciously volunteered to enter the Dead Hunt in my stead. Now, because of company policy, I cannot equip him with any kind of weaponry, but management has assured me that he will do just using things he can find around the studio. Oh, I'm I'm just tickled that I will no longer have to look at his horrifying disfigurement for at least a day. Just one day. Anywho, um, although he has volunteered, Elijah is not aware that he is competing yet. Yeah, I, I currently have him out on an errand, but don't you worry, dear listeners. I will tell him soon, and I will let you listen. So, stay tuned for the sound of Elijah's joyous screams at this New opportunity. Oh, thank you. And keep living your truth.
3: I'd get so focused in the quiet. And the work that I would forget everything around me. The only time I'd come up for air is when she would come by with a cup of hot tea.
2: He truly loved her.
1: That's what makes it all so stroking wrong.
2: What do we do?
1: I'm not sure. I, uh, I left a message in the last game. Hopefully the, hopefully the right person was listening.
2: Who is the... Never mind. I think it is best if I do not know.
1: Yeah, sorry. Uh, Let's focus on helping Kevin. We'll figure it out.
0: Hey everyone, J-Mark again, and we have made some critical changes to our Patreon. We want to make sure everyone is getting the biggest type of thanks we can give. So if you support us at our $15 tier, you will get a free sticker set from our Tiny Buddy series. And if you support us at our $25 tier, you will get a free t-shirt that we are developing exclusively for our Patreon supporters. That's right, it will not be made available in our merch store and only be made to those of you who support us. Of course, all of the other tiers, you will still be able to have access to the same rewards that were there. We're just adding a little bit more sugar on top. So that's it from me. Our next episode will be live in two weeks. So you will be looking at October 25th. Um, My birthday is coming up on the 19th and I'm very excited and going to go find some neat ways to celebrate with my wife. Uh, But yeah, thank you so much, everyone. And remember,
3: The overseers are always watching.